weekly podcast covering news, hard truths, random questions, and hip-hop culture with a shot of whiskey. It ain't for the faint at heart, baby. Tune in. Tea and whiskey with sunshine. Yeah. I was faithful to him our entire marriage. Do you know how hard it is to be faithful to someone who denies you sex? Let me rephrase the question. Do you know how hard it is to be a woman? And be faithful to a man who denies you sex. I cooked, cleaned, nurtured, encouraged, dealt with his family, all while being sexually deprived. I hear what some of you are saying right now. Sex isn't everything, sis. Bullshit. It may not be everything, but it's a major thing. I feel like sex with your life partner brings you closer and keeps you connected. I truly felt our connection slipping from time to time. Case in point. He was not honest with me about his physical health, which created more secrets. So after my husband passed away, I felt it was my right to sexual freedom. I'm still young and I look amazing. My anger was the fuel to my savage crusade. You can say what you want, But you don't know my story. And until you walk a day in my shoes, you'll never understand the things that I'm about to tell you. (laughs) What's going on, Tea and Whiskey family? This is your girl, April Bernay Sunshine with Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine. I am your host, Sunshine. Give me the uncensored, uncut adult conversation you can sip to. Tea and whiskey with sunshine. I just read to you all Sunshine Flower Child's A Widow's Whiskey Tales. This is actually, uh, this story is called Linda, Widowed at 44, The Manhattan Meltdown and a Breakdown. <laughs> yes. Manhattan is a, um, a whiskey drink yes but make sure y'all go to amazon and pick up your copy of a widow's whiskey tales a tea whiskey with sunshine what's going on soundcloud spotify google play apple podcast iHeartRadio, tune in stitcher himalaya um all of you guys instagram tiktok thank you all so much for being a part of the tea and whiskey family all the thousands of you all out there thank you for just subscribing for all of our new listeners our new family members welcome thank you for being a part of the tea and whiskey family pour up your favorite cocktail whether it's whiskey 
with on the rocks, whether it's a Manhattan old fashioned or a rusty nail, a whiskey sour, you know, whiskey and orange juice, whatever you prefer, vodka, martini, margarita, whatever. I thank you all for being a part of the tea and whiskey family. It's once again, I'm April Bonet Sunshine, giving you the uncensored, uncut adult conversation you can sip to. It's the conversation you can sip to. We got a great show for you guys. Shout out to the Six Brown Chicks. Y'all make sure y'all follow the Six Brown Chicks on Instagram. They have the best scenarios, and we're going to jump right into it. I really don't have a hot toddy for you all. Y'all know what's going on out there. A girl that ran over people and killed them. Uh, some nurse, I forgot her name, but y'all, oof, Lord. Prayers to her in spite of the situation. Prayers to her because, you know, hey, shit happens. But then she was involved in 13 other car accidents. So, y'all, make sure you check your mental health. Get some therapy. Um, Listen, times are crazy. Times are hard. We're dealing with inflation. We're dealing with, um, we're about to go into a recession. We're dealing with so many things. Uh, Donald Trump's supposed to go to jail allegedly you know it's a lot going on but i just want y'all to stay positive stay grounded and stay rooted because it's hard out here um i battle with so many different things going on with me y'all know my story y'all know um the inspiration of this book was because you know me being widowed at a very young age and so I wrote this book for people who are widowed or widowers at a young age. For those of y'all who are married and, you know, your day will come where you'll no longer have your life partner. So I suggest you come on and get this playbook. I know y'all gonna think y'all gonna be together forever, but, you know, shit happens. So make sure you treat your spouse with love and respect. And if you can't do that, then, you know, whatever. But moving forward, we got a great show for you guys. We got some scenarios. But I want to talk to you guys a little bit about just staying grounded and staying rooted. Um, it's so much going on. And I got a few little tips I want to give you guys about how to stay mentally strong because it is tough out here. But um, I've been outside a little bit and um, it's been an interesting journey. Like dating is different now. Dating is so different now. Like, people be really like, they don't date. It's like, so you want to fuck or what? What? Like, can we look at test results? Can we, can, can you, can we look, can, can we look beyond the, the sex? Can we really, really get into just getting to know each other? I mean, I, I would hate to lay down with you when it don't be any good. And it'll be a whole mileage of body wasted. Like, come on now. Get into it. I don't know what y'all been doing out here, but y'all be careful. Be safe. Wrap it up. Okay? Some people, y'all make sure y'all stay, <clears throat> stay rooted, stay grounded. But I'll be right back in just a moment, y'all. I'm going to let y'all vibe to this fabulous uh, fossil production honey yes shout out to fossil prod it's f-a-s-o-l prod p-r-o-d they always give me the best instrumentals vibe with me uh uh
during my grieving process, there were quite a few close friends that reached out to me and kept me grounded on a daily basis. If you are all reading these words, thank you so much. I love you. However, there was one particular lady I had known for a very long time, but we grew quite close before my husband's passing. We mostly talked about family life, work, and sometimes had girls' nights. She made me feel comfortable. I could practically talk to her about anything. We both were very transparent with each other. I even told her about my sexuality. She didn't judge me and she gave me a safe space to talk and vent. I did the same for her. Let's call her Sunshine. <laughs> That's exactly what she was. She was actually the first friend I called when my husband passed because we were supposed to have lunch that day. I had to cancel. Sunshine left her job early to be with me the whole day. After about 6 p.m.-ish, she had to leave to be with her family. I thanked her for staying with me, and she left. From then on, our communication became a daily routine. She would call and check on me. Sunshine made sure I ate. She made sure I got out of bed. She would create things for us to do just so I could get out the house. One Saturday, she invited me out for brunch at one of my favorite restaurants, Mojitos, off Oaklawn Avenue here in Dallas. They have the best brunch buffet and delicious mimosas. So I go along with. We chatted, ate, drank, and had a great time. You need to catch up. I'm a mimosa number three, I said. After we both laughed, <laughs> with a serious look on her face, Sunshine said, there's something I need to tell you. What is it, I asked. I haven't been completely honest with you, Lauren. My name is Lauren, by the way. You've been honest with me about your sexuality, but I have not. I've dipped in the lady pun quite a few times before she confessed. I really started to feel that third mimosa. <laughs> I began to sweat and started wiping my face with my cloth napkin. Are you okay? She asked. All I could do was laugh and think about the vow I made to my deceased husband. <laughs> he Live your life and don't worry about what anyone thinks. In a weird and twisted way, I saw this moment as a gift from my deceased husband for being faithful. I opened up and told her that I'd always been attracted to her because we both were married 
there was no reason to mention anything. On top of that, I was the bisexual one. She was the heterosexual one. There's no way our lady pond paths could have crossed. That was about to change. I've been waiting to be with a woman for a long time and I saw the opportunity present itself. I could see it in her eyes. She wanted me and I was ready to give myself to her. That was steamy, y'all. Welcome back to Tim Whiskey with Sunshine. It's your great Bernay Sunshine. Giving you the uncensored, uncut. <laughs> Adult conversation you can sip to, honey. I know. I don't know how y'all feel, but that was kind of hot. Anyway, getting back into it, guys. I hope you were able to pour up your cocktail. And whether it's water or, or whiskey, we prefer whiskey or water. Because you're going to put that whiskey on the rocks anyway. Alright, so moving on. Thank you again to my TN Whiskey family. Thank you to all of our family members who have joined in. If it's your first time listening, hello, welcome. Have a seat. Make sure you plug in, honey, because this is not for the faint of heart, honey. Yes. That was actually another snippet from the book, uh, a Widow's Whiskey Tales by Sunshine Flower Child. And this particular chapter is called Lauren, the Widowed at 49. Whiskey and Sunshine in Bed. Ooh. Okay, y'all. Okay, y'all. The Sunshine Flower Child out here doing the most, honey. I'm here for it. Get your copy. It's on Amazon. Go get your copy, y'all. Yes. It's also on ebook. So if you don't want to like... You can read on your cell phone or on your iPad or whatever. So nobody has to look at the book cover and like, what you reading? Oh, none of your business. But you know what? If Let it be their business. Share the shit. <laughs> All right, y'all. So six brown chicks. I don't know if y'all been staying in tune with six brown chicks, but there's a fabulous Instagram page called the six brown chicks and I just love it they have all these different scenarios and so I had to come to y'all and give y'all these scenarios uh, yo it's never a dull moment with the six brown chicks on your list do you hear me man it's dope shout out to the six brown chicks I'm going to give y'all some scenarios because I'm going to tell y'all something. One thing people don't really, really talk about. We always talk about the toxicity of relationships. We talk about, you know, infidelities and, you know, but it's so easy to judge stuff without understanding the whole situation. So we're going to go into these scenarios. We're going to be non-judgmental, y'all. We're, gonna, we're not going to judge we're going to listen to them. Well, I'm going to read them to you. And then feel free to comment. Let me know what you think. And you can always go to Six Brown Chicks um, Instagram and comment on their post. Because they post it every Wednesday. But, you know, I decided to come and just do my little thing. And give you my little synopsis. So, 
I want to hear what you have to say about this. So feel free to comment. All right. Here we go. All right. Scenario number one. My boyfriend's 19-year-old daughter moved in my house with us. She's disrespectful and promiscuous. I caught her with a boy and she begged me not to tell her dad. But I did. Hmm. He raged. Then she revealed she's his side chick, not his child. They sleep in my bed and I and refuse to move out. Help. Advice. What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, sis. Okay. So, your boyfriend moved moved in with you. And then his alleged 19-year-old daughter moved into the house, too. And you caught her in bed with a dude. So, you went back to tell her alleged father, which is her, your boyfriend. But come to find out that she's not really... <laughs> she's really his side checking out his daughter so my first question is how old is your boyfriend that wow yo i don't i don't i can't even compute this in my mind this man moved his side chick into your house and told you that that was his daughter and she was cheating on him with another dude in your house Man, this is some y'all. Listen, I. How long were y'all dating? How about that? How long? And so did he? Did he tell you about this nineteen-year-old daughter when y'all first started dating? Like, uh, this is a lot. What would y'all do? Tell me. What would you do? What would you do? Okay, before you say you're going to catch a case, don't do that. Okay? <laughs> this is so abnormal. Yo, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, sis, you're going to have to force them to move out. But then again, it depends on what state you're in. Because if they were both receive mail, they're, they're practically tenants. Like, you're in a bind, sis. You are in a bind. Y'all, make sure you do your background checks on people before you move them into your home. Um, yo, this is a lot. Damn. Dude was smart. How you gonna tell her that's your daughter and that's your whole side chick you to move into this woman house? You're trifling, sir, sir, sir and ma'am. Both of y'all are trifling. And how you gonna bring other dudes into this woman's house knowing you lying, telling her that that's your daddy? Child, I can't. I can't. I can't deal. I don't know. What, what would y'all do? What would y'all do? I, I just can't deal. Mm-mm. Ooh. That's too much. Way too much. Man. I'm going to take a little mini break on that, y'all, for real. I'm so upset. <laughs> that was smart, though. That was smart, but it still don't make it right.
All right, we're back. Next scenario. Y'all ready? Buckle up. Dating eight years, two kids. When I asked about marriage, he says, we don't need government papers for what we got. So we took our two kids to the dentist. They were not on his insurance. Another woman and her kids are. And he says, I love you. But I can only afford her. Help me please. Advice. I'm trying so hard y'all not to yell. And blow y'all's eardrums out. Oh my god. (laughs) Okay. Y'all dated for 8 years. 2 kids. And when you talk about marriage, he says y'all don't need government papers. Coming to find out that he he already got something going. He got another woman and children on his insurance, which means he has a whole other family going on. Talking about he can only afford her. So what what are we doing? We've been doing this for eight years. So what you you using me to support another family? That's what it sounds like to me. Y'all got two kids together. Now, since you didn't specify how many kids that she has on his insurance. Yo, what is going on? This What is this polygamy? I guess. Talking about help me, please. Girl, put his ass on child support <laughs> and live your life. Easier said than done. I get it. But, oh, my God. Now, this right here is kind of hard to prevent. How did, how would you have known this man had a whole nother family on his insurance policy? Like, y'all, eight years, two kids, and y'all just not taking the kids to the dentist? I don't know. Maybe y'all just had these kids together. Maybe y'all have twins. That's why they both needed to go at the same time, and they're like, you know, two or three years old. I mean, you know, there's a lot of gaps here, a lot of holes here, but I just don't know how to handle this. I would not know how to handle this. Ooh, Lord, y'all, this is a lot. I don't know what I do, but you know what? I actually witnessed something like this. Yeah, I did. Um, story time. I'm gonna be transparent with you guys. Um, I was about, let's say I was about maybe eight or nine, between eight and 10 years old. And, um, no, maybe about 12, 13. My mother told me to go to the mailbox and get the mail at the mailbox. So I go to the mailbox and get the mail at the mailbox and come back home and hand the mail to my mother. No. Well, she gives me, she goes, hey, this is our insurance cards. Open this up because I got to take, I got to go to the doctor. So I open up the mail to get the insurance cards out and I pull out the insurance cards and it has, you know, our names on it and I saw a name I didn't recognize and I said mom do you know who this is 
There's another card on here with a different name. I said, I'm thinking maybe it was a mistake. So she looked at it. She looked at it for a while. <laughs> yeah. And um, all I know is that was a big fiasco, big blow up. Come to find out, I had a little brother and he was on our insurance. And um, my mom was like, you know what? Fuck it. Bring the little boy around. Let him, let him, let him meet, you know, his sister. Let him know, you know, hey. My dad was like, no, I'm not doing that. Well, that broke my family up. And I always felt like it was my fault that I, I, I split our family up because I went to the mailbox and opened up the mail and asked who this person was, who was this insurance card for. And I'm telling y'all to this day, I do not like going to the mailbox because in my adult life, in my marriage, I went to the mailbox and found something that I was not looking for. So I kind of have this thing about the mailbox and I have my my auntie, she always makes fun of me. She goes, I bet every time you go to the mailbox, you always pull out about six or seven inches worth of mail. I, tell, I always tell her I don't go to the mailbox because she caught me going to my mailbox. <laughs> She goes, you need to go to the mailbox more often. But, you know, I realized after having, you know, spending time in therapy, um, that's why I don't go to the mailbox. I'm traumatized when I go. I get anxiety going to the mailbox because the mailbox ruined my family. <laughs> I can laugh about it now because I know that's not true. Shit happens. Which was done in the dark will come to the light. It just so happens that, you know, we had to go to the doctor that, that week and, hey, y'all, man, quit being so damn sloppy. Ooh. All right. Y'all ready for the next um, scenario with the six brown chicks? All right. We're bringing it right back just a moment. Then I'm going to give y'all seven rules of life. Because we're not going to just talk about all this drama without giving you a solution to this stuff. Okay? Because we always get the drama on TV and out of our lives. So, be right back. family again this is your great Renee sunshine tea and whiskey with sunshine shout out to the six brown chicks on instagram man they have these amazing scenarios y'all and um if you want to submit your scenario submit it to six brown yes again if you want to submit your situation and get advice is six brown chicks.com s i x brown chicks 
gmail.com shout out to them all right the last scenario of the evening and then i'm going to give y'all the seven rules of life to get through all this bullshit you don't have to worry about going through these situations He was engaged to Angie, but addicted to me. I made him choose. Angie loves. Ha. I had my bestie book Angie to cater my birthday party behind his back. Sure did. I want her to see us. <laughs> I paid $2,000 for the food. He left my party with Angie and ghosted me. I'm hurt. Advice. Girl, you got scammed. <laughs> First of all, girl, sis, how? How, sis? How sway? How? How? Why would you do that? Okay, you won. You won. You didn't have to go there. You didn't have to go there and book Angie to cater your party. Baby, you got scammed out of $2,000. Hmm. Who's to say that they didn't stage you winning? And then he probably... You know, manipulate you and say, yeah, you ought to have educated your, your, yeah, because you, you won. <laughs> Listen, one thing about us ladies, we got to stop doing, we got to stop competing, especially over these men. If a man puts you in a position to make you compete for him, baby, she can have him as far as I'm concerned. Uh, that's one thing I will not compete. One thing, what's the name? Janae Aiko told Big Sean, I don't compete. I complete. She goes, I live on love. Okay? I don't live on that other bullshit. I like to thrive on love. Not all that envy. I don't I don't live on the ego. I live on love. So honey. Yes, yeah, sis, I'm not judging you, but you got to do better. Ladies, we got to do better. We got to stop letting competition. And then women, too. Women, too. If you want to, you know, the same-sex relationship, quit competing with each other. Let her, let them have the, each other. Because what you're not going to do is make me feel less than. I, I refuse to be in a relationship where I don't know my position. I don't feel emotionally secure. If I can't feel emotionally secure, I'm out of there, okay? If I don't feel emotionally secure, I'm out of there, period. You know, you got to choose you in the end. Went through all that trouble trying to prove to her, I got him. I want her to see us and get that girl. You basically pay her $2,000 and she got her man back. <laughs> Sis, talking about. And he ghosted you. You know what? He probably ghosted you because of your behavior. He probably really did choose you. But because of how you did what you did, he saw how conniving you were and said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and be with Angie. That could have been the situation too. But hey, again, I say we don't judge. But you got to do better. You got to do better. 
So I'm gonna jump into the last part of the evening. Now, you know, I ain't gonna stay with y'all long, long. You know what I'm saying? Normally I do two, three hour shows, but not doing that. I'm gonna give you the uncensored and uncut. I'm gonna give you this hot toddy, this medicine, and, and this whiskey that's gonna just go ahead and just smooth it out. And we're gonna close it out. But I wanna give y'all the seven rules of life. Get your paper and your pen. It's gonna bless you. The seven rules of life. Number one, make peace with your past so it does not affect your present. I'm gonna say that again. Make peace with your past so it does not affect your present. And this is something I'm learning every day. We all experience things that happened in our past that we're not proud of. We've made choices and decisions. I should have done this, shoulda, coulda, woulda. If it had turned out like this, then maybe that. No, make peace with the decisions that you've made and don't let it affect your present. Find peace in your present, okay? Number two, what others think of you is none of your business, okay? What others think of you is none of your business. They don't like you, it's none of your business. What does somebody not liking you have to do with you? Doesn't. You stay on your grind, you stay in your lane, and you do your thing. What other people think of you is none of your business. It's how you feel about you. It's about how God feels about you. So focus on how you feel about you. And don't worry about what anybody else has to say or think about you. Don't worry about people on social media. Don't compare yourself to nobody else. Focus on you. Get you together. All right, number three. Time heals almost everything. Give it time. Time heals almost everything. Give it time. Okay? Just take your time and heal, y'all. Time heals almost everything. Be patient with yourself. We're not perfect. We're all trying to walk on this floating ball (laughs) of matter. We're all trying to figure this thing out. So time almost heals everything. So give it time. Number four, don't compare your life to others and don't judge them. You have no idea what their journey is all about. It's so easy to judge people from where you're sitting. You know, because just because you made better choices, you probably had better options. You don't know what people had to fight through to make the decisions they had to make. So don't compare your life to others. Just because they drive in the Mercedes Benz, living in a big house, and they got the family and, and, and all the, the this and the that. Don't compare your life to them. You don't know what they're going through. They may be living in that big old beautiful home where all them beautiful cars are miserable. And they just want just a piece of your your life where you just by yourself in an apartment, you know, driving a hoopty. But you at peace. You don't have all them bills they have to pay. You don't know what people are going through. Not saying that they're, they're but I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying, y'all. Some people do live in big houses and they and they have beautiful lives and they have no cares and no worries. And some people do live, you know, impoverished lives. But 
Don't compare your life to anybody else's. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know what they had to fight through. You don't know what choices that they had to make to be who they are. To make the decisions that they had to make. Number five, it's all right not to know all the answers. They will come to you when you least expect it. It is all right to not know all the answers. They will come to you when you least expect it. Who knows everything? We don't have all the answers. We, we got to, you know, put that in God's hands. Put that in the universe's hands. You can't always figure things out. Sometimes you got to let things flow. And don't make decisions off of temporary situations. It's not always... It's not, it's, not, it's not always for us to know everything. If we knew everything, we wouldn't need God, would we? Nope, we wouldn't. So, take your time. Embrace life and don't compare your life to others. You know? It's alright to not know all the answers. They will come to you when you least expect it. What they always say in church, y'all, he may not come when you want him, but he's always on time, right? Yes. All right, number six. You are in charge of your happiness. Ooh, let me repeat that and say it from the people in the back and myself. You are in charge of your own happiness. Do not, do not base your happiness on anyone else do you hear me you are in charge of that you are in charge of your happiness no one else but you now excuse me my midnight is I'll end the mic I might hear some purring but you are in charge of your happiness you nobody else not your spouse not your best friend, not your boyfriend, not your sneaky link. You. Find out what you like. Find out what makes you happy. Find out what makes you smile. And do that. Albert Einstein says the key to happiness is to attach your happiness to goals and not people or things. So find out. Set some goals for yourself that you want to achieve. Because when you see yourself achieve them, that's going to make you happy. So remember, you are in charge of your own happiness. And number seven, smile. You don't own all the problems in the world. And don't. Don't forget to smile. I heard it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. I'm still learning how to smile every day. (laughs) But again... Smile. You don't own all the problems in the world. So I'm repeat these seven rules of life. Make peace with your past so it does not affect the present. What others think of you is none of your business. Time heals almost everything. Give it time. Don't compare your life to others and don't judge them. You have no idea what journey that they're all about. I mean, you have no idea what their journey is all about. It's number five. It's all right not to know all the answers. 
they will come to you when you least expect it. And number six, you are in charge of your happiness. You are in charge of your happiness. And number seven, smile. You don't own all the problems in the world. Smile. There's a reason to smile. Tea and Whiskey family, I hope that this blessed somebody. I hope you enjoyed the show. I want you guys to always keep the drama on TV and out of your life. Again, thank you SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, Himalaya, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Thank you all so much for being a part of the Tea and Whiskey family. We always let the whiskey lead the conversation. Thank you, Sunshine Flower Child, for supporting my dreams. I love you, boo. Make sure y'all get her book, A Widow's Whiskey Tales. Also, her other book, Forgive, Heal, and Rebuild, a motivational book. It's on Kindle, the app, or you can buy the paperback, which is The Widow's Whiskey Tales. It's on paperback. So get those and get your life. All right, this is Great Paper Benet Sunshine. I will be tuning in with you guys another time. Thank you all so much. Take care of yourself and each other. And go where love is. Go where you are celebrated and not tolerated. Appreciate every moment and every person that loves on you. And if it's real, it never dies.